This is a Hog Sports Network podcast. This is the Ion Preps podcast, bringing you the best in prep sports from across the state. With our award-winning sports reporters Chip Souza from the Hog Sports Network and Eric Taylor from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. This is the I Own Preps podcast, and we have got a lot to talk about. I'm Chip Souza with the Hog Sports Network, joined as always by my main man, Eric Taylor, down in Little Rock. E.T., what's going on, what's man? Baby? Yeah, what's happening? It's Monday morning, man, which means we're coming off another uh, good weekend of football, brother. E.T., we, this week we hit the halfway point in the regular season. Can you believe this? It's crazy. We, we wait so long just to get to this point, and then when we get to it, man, it just, just flies by. It's kind of it's it's kind of like Christmas, man. You wait you wait those last two three two three months, man. Wait till I get them presents, and you open them up, and you're like, wow, yeah, okay. What else you got? What else you got? It's like, <laughs> it's like, man, it, it's wild, man. Things are just, just flying by. Hey, but we're seeing some good football. Um, oh my goodness, man. We are et man. We are going to start down in your area in Central Arkansas, Little Rock Christian fifty five, Pulaski Academy thirteen. Et, did you see that happening? I did not see. Um, let me say that I didn't see the the wide margin. Uh, it didn't shock me that, that Christian won that game. Uh, I think I picked PA to win actually, but I I, I was surprised by the margin of of of, of, of win that uh, that Christian won on that and the manner with how they did. I mean, they they just dominated from you know I guess early in the first quarter on. They I guess they trailed early. Looked like PA went mm-hmm. down, scored an early touchdown, and you're like, okay, here we go, PA. And then the next thing you know, Little Rock Christian puts up about 55 straight points. Man, and that's that's the biggest loss uh, that PA's had, man, since I guess what 2005, I believe is correct. Um, and they had they had beaten Little Rock Christian, I think, five or six times in a row, man. So I guess uh, this was a good time for for the Warriors to kind of flip the script on them. They would do. Yeah, they, they were doing. They were doing. <laughs> so the last the last time, if, if I got this right, last time Little Rock Christian won a game against PA was in the state championship game when Juice kind of went wild in that game, right? Exactly. Yep. That's the last time they they won the game, I believe. Yeah, Justice Hill went went crazy in that game, and and uh, what a, a big big state championship win for them. So Et, we you know we had talked about this. Little Rock Christian uh, is somewhat of a dark horse in six A. That wouldn't be a surprise to see them make a deep run. Wouldn't be a surprise to make them you know see them make it to War Memorial. Then Shallow Christian you know p- put it on them hard you know and and when they played the first game Shallow's first game, and then you're like. Well, you know, maybe we overestimate them a little bit or whatever, but this is proof Little Rock Christian is not only – I mean, they are capable of winning at all. Definitely capable, man. I, I, they, they put that, that shallow loss behind them pretty quick. Uh, I think they came back and beat uh, – I don't remember who it was, Russellville or somebody after the fact. But then just, just to beat PA, not only to beat PA, but to beat them the way they beat them, you know, that that, that statement I think that they were trying to make, and, and trust me, they, they made that uh, wholeheartedly with, with what they were able to do. Loud, uh, loud and clear, loud and clear, and clear. <laughs> literally. <laughs> so big, big game for Walker White, the quarterback for Little Rock Christian, who's committed to Auburn, uh, passed for five touchdowns, ran for two more. But I thought, Et, the story of this game was the the Warriors' defense. I, I mean, that you hold PA to thirteen points, man. That's that's almost unheard of. I'd have to go back to see when the last time PA hadn't scored 20 plus in a game, but I, I can, it's probably been a long, long time, but you hold them to, to 13 points. I mean, that's saying a lot. If you do, if you hold PA at 13 points and you don't win, then something's wrong. Something's yeah. measurable. <laughs> but the yeah. key, that team down like that, man, that, that speaks again, loud and clear volumes uh, with, with how they played. 
Good deal for them. So Little Rock Christian moves to 2-0 in the 6A West. Of course, we know the road does not get any easier. Yeah. They got Greenwood down the road and and mm-hmm. uh you know, PH just one hurdle and there's there's a whole lot of hurdles in the 6A West which I think is the best conference in top to bottom in Arkansas football is the 6A West to me. I'm talking top to bottom. In you know, my you don't get too many arguments on that one at all. Um, you know, it, it's and then I think a team that goes kind of unnoticed a little bit. Greenbrier is having a pretty good year as well. They are, yeah. Everything. But you, you yeah. still got you know Lake Hamilton and those guys. So yeah, you, you're not gonna get much of an argument from many people on that one. Man, so let's go up then to the seven A West, where Rogers and Fort Smith Southside. We talked about this game last week. That who had their hand raised on this was going to be you know the big big game of the week in the seven A West, but it was and it lived up to its hype. Et it definitely, definitely did that, man. I I saw the final score and I was like, wow, you know, it it, it, it was everything that we figured it would be. Uh, <laughs> the high scoring affair with big gains from some of everybody in that one, man. Just a, a big big win for Roger to put it out there. Uh, you know, on, on the road against a, a pretty good Southside team. I think now everyone can see that yeah, Southside is legit. Yes, uh, you know they 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 earned my. My praise a few weeks ago, but yeah, just with this game here uh, against a pretty good Rogers team, they, they are legit, man. Yeah, 44-38, Rogers wins that one. Uh, quarterback Dane Williams hits a 65-yard. It was mostly run, but 65-yard screen pass for the game winner after Southside had rallied from two touchdowns down mm-hmm. to come back and tie the game at 38-38. Rogers wins at 44-38 in that one. Uh, Williams passed for 480 yards and six touchdowns in this game. Man, he had he had other guys. I mean, guy. I think he had two receivers that that finished with over over hundred yard receiving as well, man. So uh, at Rogers team, and I I knew they'd be good coming to the year. They had so many guys back, um, and, and and right now they're flexing right now, bro. They are flexing. So Southside came back two times from double digit uh, deficits in this one. Uh, they were down thirty eight twenty four, and and uh, then they scored. Kicked an onside, recovered it, scored 38-38, and then Rodgers wins it. Uh, they Two teams combined for more than 1,000 yards of offense in this one. Wow. And Carter Zimmerman, the quarterback for Southside, we've talked about his running ability, but he passed for 270 yards. Um, Amari Tucker had a, also had a big game for Southside, 15 carries, 141 yards. So mm-hmm. Southside went down in this one, but, but like E.T., like you said, Southside is a team to be reckoned with in the 7A West for sure. No doubt, no doubt. No doubt. So another surprise to me, ET, this is one that didn't, may not have gotten a lot of may not a lot gotten a lot of steam statewide, but up here it kind of did. It was a, it was kind of a an eye opener. Mm-hmm. P Ridge mm-hmm. under Bray Cook, you know he was a former Razorback and an All American at, at uh, Springdale Harbor. He's the he's the head football coach at P Ridge. It's kind of taken him a couple of years to get get his program implemented there at P Ridge, but he's done it. Hey, I talked to him last week. Um, and he was uh, just praising his administration for providing him with a new weight room and everything that he needed to implement a strength program. Mm-hmm. And they beat up on a always tough and physical Prairie Grove team, 41-14 in the 5A West last week. You know, and, and again, it's kind of like the, the the Christian PA game. You know, the, the the final result wasn't shocking, but just the margin of win victory that they, they got it kind of was with me. Uh, you know, and Bray's done a heck of a job over there, man. I think uh, I think his first year he was like one and nine or so. I think the year before he got there, I think they won one game t- as well. But then they've, they've progressively gotten better. I think last year he won, I think, three games or so. Uh, and right now he's already surpassed that, you know, four games in. 
Yeah. You know, so this P. Ridge team, man, uh, definitely going to be a force uh, here in this 5A. It, it's taken P. Ridge a, a couple of two or three years to kind of act to 5A. They made that move up to 4A. They were a really good program in 4A, especially the last like four, five, six years that they were right. in 4A. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it took them a little while. And and one thing Bray realized, you know, he's a, he was a big offensive lineman. One thing he realized when he got there was the weight room program, the weight program, the weight room was not up to standards. Mm -hmm. And uh, they got beautiful facility at P. Ridge, nice oh, yeah. indoor and all that, beautiful, but they didn't. They didn't have what what he felt like he needed in the weight room, and the administration went and got him whatever he felt like he needed. Hey, they're four and zero. Et four and zero. They're not done, man. <laughs> I don't think they're no. done at all by any stretch. They got a, also got a big running game there. Uh, Seth Foster, I think he's he's got about seven eight hundred yards. I think already something like that. He had over two hundred and four touchdowns in that game. So again, uh, hats off to P. Ridge. They're four and zero in the five A West, and uh, they're they're going to be a team to watch for mm -hmm. sure. Uh, Et, oh, oh, just wait a minute. Part view, uh, beat up on Hot Springs, fifty-four seven. You know, ho hum, the number one team in the state, uh, fifty-four seven. You know what though, Et? Hot Springs is a pretty good team. Hot Springs is a really good team, man. And, and that's, you know, I think that that rings volumes about how good Part View is. You know, oh, my I think goodness. six or seven different players score touchdowns Part View, and they still, you know, these big plays. I mean, they're going to big play you to death, and then they can they can drive out drives as well, man. But Again, like you said, High Springs is a good team, a yeah. really good team. They're going to be a playoff team, uh, and Parkview just made it look really, really easy. Man, <laughs> really, I'm really telling easy. you, uh, Bryant, no surprise there. Got a big win against Fort Smith Northside. Et man, Fort Smith Northside is they only had 97 yards of offense in this game, but Bryant just choked them down. I think Bryant has kind of put that uh, that that Parkview lost behind them. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume that just based off what they were able to do this, this past weekend, man. Uh, yeah, they 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 came out and, and played uh, the, the way that we're accustomed to seeing Brian play, uh, held in, you know, holding Northside to under 100 yards and then themselves piling up the yardage. Jordan Walker with a big game. Yeah, four TDs. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, yeah, Brian, I think Brian has, has, has kind of, uh, you know, gotten back to what they do. And uh, I think we're going to see uh, the Brian team we, we've all kind of expected to see when uh, the season starts. Bryant, just being Bryant. There being you go. Bryant, uh, Con Conway, 56-0 over Little Rock Southwest. Donovan Amolo, another big game. Four TD passes, ran for another one in the first quarter. Mm -hmm. Literally. <laughs> I think it was 49 nothing at the half. Wow. Uh, and matter of fact, I think it could have been 50-plus nothing. I think they were at the two- or three-yard line with, like, with like about 20 seconds left and decided to just go into halftime with the with the 49-point <laughs> lead mm. So yeah, that, that Conway again, and you know they're they're rolling along uh, again like we figured they would be. There's just that, that that game at the end of the year, man, is gonna be big, man. But there's a lot going on between now and then. But uh, those two teams, Brian and Conway, definitely on the collision course, man. It'll be a great game. Uh, how about this crazy one? Bentonville seventy three, Springdale Harbor thirty nine. That was a back and forth game. I didn't see that happening, but man, Springdale Harbor can score the football. You know, I, I saw where they were within, I think, seven to eight points there late in the first yeah. half. Uh, yeah. And then uh, Benville just kind of, I guess, flipped the switch, so to speak, man, and, and scored, I don't know, 35 or so in a row <laughs> in their second half. And I guess third quarter, really. Um, yeah. Harbor can score points, man. They – they they don't have any trouble putting putting you know points on the board you know it's just the other side of the ball I think is where they kind of struggling <laughs> right now man they're, they're having trouble keeping the other team from doing the same thing <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly man. 
man. And uh, also stand the one last game in the 7A West, Fayetteville 56, Bentonville West 21. Drake Lindsay threw uh, six touchdown passes, five of them to Jason Delamar. I think Fayetteville scored at least what at least 40 plus in every game. Uh 50, and, I think. You know, they're the yeah. high scoring team in 7A. And uh, you know, they they they're gonna again uh put points on the board for sure. You know, and then they, like I said, they're not bad on defense either. So it, I was <laughs> I was talking to Matt Jones, Matt, uh, you know, who works for us and he does the live stream for Fayetteville. And I said, Man, when Fayetteville and Bentonville play each other, that game may not end until midnight. Man, it may be midnight game. You're right. It, it's that. <laughs> you, know, you may have a 60s. 60 60 game or something. Man, <laughs> so that, that's man. that's gonna be crazy. I know we're all looking forward to Conway Bryant, but that Bentonville Fayetteville game exactly. gonna be good. That's gonna, gonna be, be a big one too. Yeah, um exactly. so that takes care of the, of the wrap up of games that were played uh last week. We're gonna take a break right now. When we come back, we'll be joined by Richard Davenport, who will talk about a little recruiting. We'll be right back on the I Own Preps podcast. Get the latest breaking news on all Arkansas Razorback sports at wholehogsports.com. Our award-winning reporters and photographers go beyond game recaps to bring our subscribers the most trusted Razorbacks news anywhere. With expert analysis, the latest in recruiting, plus unique and compelling stories of your favorite teams. Subscribe today at wholehogsports.com. We are back with the Eye on Preps podcast. I'm Chip Souza with the Hog Sports Network, and I'm joined, as always, by my main man, the king of recruiting, Richard Davenport of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. RD, what's happening on this Monday morning? Oh man, uh, just enjoying the weather. I'm a, I'm a weather guy, man. The weather always uh, dictates the. Uh, I mean, not always, but kind of dictates the uh, the mood a little bit. And I, I, I'm a I'm a lover of fall weather, and uh, just too. getting up early in the morning. It's got a little Christmas uh, crisp crisp air. It it helps the attitude. Absolutely. RD, I was down in Fort Smith last night and they, a friend of mine, uh, Keith, uh, Keith Fimple, you know, who was the football coach at Conway. Now he's the athletic director at Springdale. I was talking to him on the phone and he was headed back up the hill too, from down that way. And he goes, he goes, Hey man, if you're, if you're getting on the interstate, I would advise you to get off. They've had a bad wreck and we're backed up forever. And I'm like, okay, I wasn't quite there yet. I said, I'm going to go through Alma and go up 70, oh, 71. And uh, man, it was. Uh, it's I I I don't mind going that way. It's real curvy. But man, when they add fog to it and then deer all over the side of the road, <laughs> I feel like, woo! You you that's a treacherous drive back home at night in the fog and the deer. No doubt. Yeah, there's a reason why people are glad that 49's open. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, exactly. I remember driving that uh, many a times. Man, so RD, what is happening in the in the recruiting world? I saw Arkansas uh, lost out on the commitment to to Anner Botang, but uh, the beat goes on for must on the must bus. But what what are we looking at uh, recruiting wise, and how uh, who's Arkansas looking at maybe to fill the spot they thought he was going to take? Well, you know, uh, you got to give uh, Dennis uh, Gates, a uh, Mizzou uh, coach, head coach, and his staff a lot of credit. They developed a, a good relationship with him and uh, sold him on the opportunity there at Mizzou. Uh, Arkansas definitely would have uh, would have loved to have, have had uh, Bo, uh, Botain, but uh, at the same time, I mean, uh, sometimes kids uh, they 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 just gravitate towards a, a certain staff or a head coach or they do yeah. system. And, and I think that's uh, probably what, what happened there, but uh, obviously Arkansas has Jalen Shelley, uh, the, the, the six, 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 seven uh, guard uh, that committed uh, to him not too long ago. And then uh, they're, they're 
obviously hosting uh, plenty of kids uh, as far yeah. as unofficials and and got some uh, official visits coming up come uh, uh not too far along uh everybody wants to talk about Trey Johnson the number one prospect in the country in the 24 class who will be visiting Arkansas officially uh October the 20th so uh the everybody's uh obviously whenever you talk about the number one prospect in the country and uh, you get a visit from him, that's uh, that's a feather in your cap, whether you get him or not, uh, just to have the opportunity to host a kid of that caliber, obviously tells you something about coach Moss and the staff. Absolutely. Uh, so Richard, when is this, when is the signing period for basketball? It is that's, that's, is that in November? Yeah. Mid, mid November, mid November. Good deal. And, um, I can't remember now how many commits do they have in this class so far? They have two or three commits. No, just one. Just, just uh, one. Okay. Jalen Shelley so, so far is the only one. So, uh, you know, I, I, I tend to think, uh, high school wise, you're probably looking at two to four guys, uh, on a given, given year, as far as the numbers. I mean, the numbers can always go up, go, go down, but, uh, you know, he, he, Coach Muss and them, and like so many other programs, are constantly in the uh, portal. And, yeah. and the portal is really kind of, you know, unless you're a top 50, top 100, top you know, top 125 guy, uh, your opportunities for uh, high division one schools are, have kind of lessened uh, because of the portal. That's uh, uh, that's just the way it is right now. Yeah, it's if you're not if you're not working that portal, boy, you're 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 missing it big time. So that's what's going on with basketball. How about football recruiting? How are we doing there? Well, it's right now it's kind of slow. Uh, you got uh, when 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 you got you know, what uh, about four consecutive road trips basically. Yeah. I know Arlington is you know right down the street, but that uh, you you know you're not hosting kids on campus because you know, obviously you're on the road. So it's kind of slow right now. Uh, I think the biggest news uh, recently was uh, Bradley Shaw, the four-star linebacker from Alabama, who's got uh, offers from Alabama, Auburn, uh, and just about everybody else in Clemson. He was supposed to be at Clemson this past weekend, but he visited Arkansas unofficially for uh, for the BYU game. And and I know the fan base was obviously upset about the game and all that, but a lot of times, you know. It, Kids understand that, you know, hey, you're going to win some, you're going to lose lose some. You prefer to always win when kids are at your game. But at the same time, they, you know, he saw what kind of atmosphere Arkansas has for a football game, and he was very impressed with that. Uh, he did make an official visit to Arkansas back in June. Uh, this, I mean, just to, just to be in the running, uh, uh, you know, near the end, uh, I think he's going to be making a decision fairly soon. Just to be in the in the running for somebody like him, a consensus four star, uh, says something. Uh, I think about Travis Williams, uh, Jake Trump, the defensive uh, uh, defensive control analyst, and 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 uh, Scott Fountain, and uh, because Scott Fountain recruits Alabama, uh, but uh, I think that they've just built a great relationship with him, and and he's the guy that a lot of people have been been asking about, and for him to visit a second time. I think tells you that Arkansas is definitely in a running. It sounds like it sounds like Arkansas and Clemson, but I uh, wouldn't uh, wouldn't wouldn't rule out Auburn either. Yeah, Rich, this may be coming from out of left field, and you may not know this, but I'm guessing all the hog coaches will be on the road Friday, Thursday, and Friday, headed down to the Dallas area uh, to 
look at you know look at guys or whatever uh, before the game on Saturday. Is that is there anybody down there their games are going to go to that you've heard of or anything like that? I, I haven't checked on that yet, but uh, that that's usually the ammo for Arkansas when they uh, go down uh, for for the uh, Arlington game. Uh, and a lot of times, what 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 will happen? Uh, the coaches will uh, leave practice on Thursday and fly down and be in position to visit schools on on Friday and then maybe uh, attend some games. But at the same time, uh, you know, Coach Pittman and, and you know past coaches kind of liked uh, having the coaches in uh, at the hotel with the the kids uh, before the game too. So sure, sure. coaches, uh, co different coaches do it differently, but. Uh, that's that's usually what happens, but uh, I don't know that for sure right now, but I will be checking. Absolutely. As always, Rich, man, we appreciate it. You always bring the, the, good, the goods with you every single time. And uh, we're going to take a break right now. And when we come back, well, before I forget, if you want to, I almost forgot to give you your plug here. Uh, if you want to read more about recruiting, always check out Richard's column um, on wholehogsports.com and in the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. He will have that for you and he will always keep you updated with the latest recruiting news for all sports not just football but for men's basketball women softball everything to do with recruiting big rich is all over it rich as always man thanks for being on with us thanks chad appreciate you buddy so we'll be right back we're going to take a break right here we'll be right back with the eye on preps podcast as eric taylor and i talk about this week's big high school games Stay on top of all Arkansas Razorback sports with a Digital Plus subscription on the Hogs Illustrated app. Get complete Razorbacks coverage in one location. Your subscription gives you 20-plus issues of Hogs Illustrated magazine, the most unique and compelling coverage anywhere in the state, plus total access to all the content on wholehogsports.com, including breaking news, commentaries, analysis, features, recruiting, award-winning photos, and premium message boards. Subscriptions start at just $17 per month. Join the Hog Sports Network team at subscribe.waco.com. That's subscribe.wehco.com. Or call 479-684-5509 to get your front row seat to Arkansas Razorback Sports. Go Hogs! And we are back with the Eye on Preps podcast. This is Chip Souza with the Hog Sports Network. Again, I'm joined by E.T., Eric Taylor from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. So, E., Great games last week, great games on tap this week. Yeah, I love it, man. Plenty of good ones up, up, up top, especially up in the, in the West, man. Seven-day West, yeah. got, a, got a real big one coming up, brother. They do. So we're looking at Rodgers, 4-0, 1-0 in the conference after their big win against Southside, against Fayetteville, also 4-0, 1-0 in the conference. Man, E.T., this is going to be, should be, and it was last year, a great mm -hmm. game. I'm just about to say, I remember last year, that was a, that was a tight game last year. I think I think Rodgers came out with that win uh, last they year. Did. Yeah. yeah, you know, so, yeah. Like, you know, and I expect, again, another really good game, two teams that, that can put points on the board for sure. Um, and <laughs> they've been doing it all year long, two really good quarterbacks, man, two teams that are experienced. Uh, should be a, a barn burner, brother. Tell you, the 7A West, Eric, to me, just appears wide open. Um you know, I know, I know, you know, Bentonville's like capable of scoring, but, you know, defensively they've had some issues. Fayetteville's able to put a lot of points on the board. They, they like their defense. Rogers has got all these guys back. Southside's much better. So to me, looking at it on paper, man, the 7A West is up and it would not be a surprise to see either one of these teams hosting the championship trophy or hoisting it when the season ends. 
Exactly, man. You have got so many teams that are, are right there, particularly, you know, with, with these two. And you mentioned, you know, Benville. Um, not going to discount uh, Southside because they, they've got several big games and, and chances to move up as well. Uh, like I said, the West, you know, it's probably more open than what it's been in a while, man. Yeah. So I was talking again. I'd mentioned Matt Jones uh, earlier. He and I were talking yesterday, and I did not realize this. Case, so this is Casey Dick's fifth year as the head football coach at Fayetteville. They have had the leading receiver in the state four times in his wow. five years um, as the head football coach at Fayetteville. So wow. that says a lot about the offense at Fayetteville and what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, um, they are able to, 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 uh, to score quickly. Uh, Jason Delamar, he, of course, now he is a kid who's committed to Arkansas baseball. Um, but the way he is, you know, producing on the football field, he may have some decisions to make at some, uh, he's just a junior. So yeah. he may have some decisions to make here down the road. You're right. You know, and, and with, with what he's doing now, I mean, you know, hey, it's going to be big, man. Like I said, he, he's showing that he can, 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 can hold his own more than hold his own on, on the football field as well. So he's going to probably have a few guys, uh, a few schools come after him <laughs> for, for just for that. Yeah, and uh, something else, too, I didn't realize because uh, I'm not at, as connected to it as I was before, but Lot McKinley uh, was a big-time receiver for Fayetteville last year. He has not played in a game this season. He's been nursing a hamstring, severe hamstring injury, so he has wow. not played. So there's, uh, I was talking Matt said he, he could return this week, but he will be back at some point in the season as if they did not, if Drake Lindsay, you know, he's committed to Minnesota, as if he did not have enough weapons already at his disposal, he, you know, he'll be adding, you know, a kid who caught about 50 passes last year. Yet, yet another uh, toy that he can go to, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Know, that's, that's amazing, man. And just just imagine, you know, when he, when he does get back, you know, you, you can't focus, you know, too much now more on, on Delamar, uh, especially with him coming back, you know. So that, that's got to be good news for, for the Bulldogs, you know, and bad news for everybody play. I'm telling you. So Rogers is at Fayetteville. Of course, Rogers with the big win at Southside. Uh, their quarterback is Dane Williams, the son of a coach. Um, he's you know off to a great the start so far to this season. He also and Eric, as you mentioned earlier, had a couple of receivers who had over 100 yards uh, last week. Um, you know the Mounties also have a good running game. Mm -hmm. um, so man, I, I could see this one. I mean, I can see this one going down to the wire again. I, I'm, you know, last year I think it was 29, 28 or something like yep. that. I can, I can see a, a 38, 35, you know, 41, 38 type game, to be quite honest with you. I, if I remember right about this game last year, may, maybe not. I might be thinking about another game. I, I was another. I was thinking it was it was snowing at the end of this game, but I think that was Rogers' playoff game. It wasn't. It wasn't this game because it was a September game too, so it couldn't have been. It couldn't have been that. Uh, but I, re, I, I remember interviewing. Uh, you know, the the Rogers coach and the Chad Harbison and snow him wiping snow, you know, off of his face while I'm, <laughs> while I'm doing the interview. Uh, that was not the case in this game. I just remember th this game last year went down to the wire. I think I late, I think Rogers won it on a late field goal um, in, in this one, if I remember correctly. I believe you're right. Yeah. So that's a big game. Now, Eric, this is also a big game and you have alluded to this the last couple of weeks and, and we're going to bring it more out into the open now. Marion. At four and zero, and Benton at three and one. This is going to be a good one, I think. This Marion team again, they, they, they're sneaking up on people. And, and I, I mentioned last week, man, I was you know going back and forth when I was doing uh, you know six eight rankings, and I, I had Marion just on the outside at number seven. But this team is a they're a really good team, man, because they they're doing it on both sides of the ball. Yes, yes, offensively, I think defensively, they they're holding teams to like I don't know seven eight points or so. 
uh, a game right now through four games. And, you know, no matter what class you're in, that's good. You yeah, know, that's, I, better, that's better than good, to be quite honest with you, man. And exactly. then, you know, they're beating teams by, you know, 30-plus. <laughs> yeah. Game and yeah. Score, you know, so Marion's got the goods. You know, it's not a game, I guarantee you, that Brad Harris said over Ben is overlooking by, by any means. Yeah, y'all better better put a little respect on that name is what yeah, I'm right. saying, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they, uh, you're right, E.T., they have outscored their opponents 162-33 in that 4-0 start. Mm-hmm. Like I said, and, they, and they're not bad. I think, the, the, as a matter of fact, the last time they played Benton at Benton, uh, they put up 59, you know, and that was in 2021. Uh, you know, and some of those kids are still on, on this Marion team, as is, you know, Benton as well. So they, they remember what, what they can do. I think Benton kind of kind of put it on them last year. But, you know, this Marion team uh, is sneaky good, man. And they're, they're undefeated for a reason. Yeah. Braylon Russell appears to be uh, getting healthier mm-hmm. each week. Had another big game last week. Uh, he had two touchdown two touchdowns and also caught a touchdown pass uh, in, a, in a win against El Dorado 56-7. Um, he had a hundred yards at halftime of that at game. Halftime. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think at he's kind of, kind of. I think he's back now, man. I think he's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I tell you what, much praise too to Benton. Their sophomore got a sophomore quarterback, Drew Davis. He had uh, four touchdown passes in that win. Um, he he. Uh, I, I'm guessing the game has slowed down a lot for him, and he's you know he's performing yeah. at a high level. It has, man. Since he's taking over that that starting role, uh, he's settled in again. He had a great game uh, the other week against Catholic, and uh, he followed it up with uh, another. Four TDs uh, this past week, man. So I, I think he and he he doesn't play and look like a sophomore. He's about six two, six three, uh, hundred, you know, ninety maybe or so. But uh, he he doesn't he doesn't flinch back there in the pocket, you know, and he can move with his feet as well, you know. And and that's a big big plus for them, you know, because teams are going to try to gear up and stop Braylon, of course. But now you just you know you, you're not going to just stop him because you got a quarterback back there that can move as well with his feet and his arms. So that's that's a big plus for Ben to have back there. Exactly. So let's skip this down, ET. We always turn this over to you every week for our player of the week, man. How did you pick just one? Man, I, I, the crazy thing about it, I had it down to two guys. I finally got it narrowed to two guys um, and, and just what they were able to do in big games. Uh, and I had I was one one way and then I switched at the last minute. So uh, <laughs> this week, man, I, I, I've got to go uh, with, with, with Dane Williams up at Rogers. Uh, you know, four, 480, 60 D's, the game winner, uh, I think, with the Caleb Hudgens uh, late uh, in a big game in, in, in the West, man. And, and that kid, I, I'm, I'm anxious to see him in person this year. I saw him twice last year. Uh, but just uh, what he's able to do and, and command that offense – in that team, you know, and from what I can tell, man, they, they, they look to him for that leadership and he provides it, man. So uh, he's going to get the, get the nod this week, man, uh, in a great game last week. I'm looking forward to having a good game this week as well. So Dane Williams of Rogers is the, is our uh, Ion preps player of the week this week and deservedly. So um, again, the son of a coach and man, he's, he's like having a coach on the field. He always makes sure his guys are lined up right. And um uh, you know, that's he's a big, big, big factor as to why Rodgers is having such great success uh, on the football field the last couple of years. Exactly. Exactly. I'm looking forward to big, big, bigger things from him, man, as, as the season progresses. Now, ET, I saw this on Twitter and I think you retweeted it. it's how I saw it, but I was going to mention this on our podcast. And I know this is just it's a ninth grade football game, but Pulaski Academy ninth grader JV on Walker, nine yeah. rushing touchdowns last week. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, wow, it doesn't matter where if you're playing Pop Warner, 
it is. Junior high, nine touchdowns is nine touchdowns. You know, <laughs> <laughs> regardless, and I saw that and I was like, well, I think I had the, the eye open, the eye emojis or whatever it was. But I'm like, wow. <laughs> PA, they, they, PA still turned them out, man. <laughs> still turned man. them out. <laughs> and they they I don't I don't know who who did they play it seventy four sixty six game who did they play I was it remember, I can't remember who it was they played um, did they play Little Rock Christian same their ninth grade team I don't, I don't know I don't, I don't I'm not sure but whoever yeah. it was I'm pretty sure that they, they were sick of seeing them in the end zone <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure <laughs> can you can you give somebody else the ball please <laughs> man dude nine again nine TDs is nine TDs mm. man so I, I know Coach Lucas is probably licking his chops when uh, getting that kid up that way. Man, mama, mama, there go that man again. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, ET man, we're gonna wrap it up here. And as always, man, you always bring it. And uh man, I'm 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 so glad to host this podcast with you. And and uh we're having a lot of fun with it, and that's what we want to do. And we'll get into more other sports too as they as they become a lot of, like for one thing. Uh, this week, uh, they're having the 6A Girl State Golf Championship up yeah. here at Springdale, so we got that going on, and we'll we'll make mention of some of the other other stuff, and and uh, we won't have it won't be long. We'll be playing tennis state and cross country mm -hmm. state, volleyball state, and all that. So we'll we'll mm -hmm. bring that to you as as uh, as those, those those sports play toward their state championships and stuff. But man, et always glad to have you on. Um, and also want to mention the other podcasts that are that are hosted by our Hogs Sports Network folks. Um, on Tuesday and Thursday, we got the Whole Hog uh, Football Podcast with Matt Jones and Scotty Borderland. Uh, also on Wednesdays, we have the Hogs Illustrated Sports Club luncheon. This week, our guest speaker um, is Brooke Matthews. She's a former uh, Arkansas and Rogers golfer who's now on the LPGA Tour. Mm -hmm. The LPGA makes its stop in Northwest Arkansas this week for a big tournament um, at Pinnacle Country Club. So we'll we'll have that. We'll have Brooke Matthews this week. Um, and then on Fridays, uh, as always, my man Ethan Westerman brings you the Game Changers podcast. Uh, where we highlight uh, the accomplishments of women athletes at the University of Arkansas. So those are the podcasts that are available, and you can catch those podcasts on uh, Apple and Google and Amazon and every place where you can find podcasts. So be sure and check those out every day. The Hog Sports Network has a different podcast, and uh, we are keeping all of our listeners informed. And uh, we we uh, we try to do what we can make to make it to uh, make it out there for you, so you can see what's happening. Gotta love it, man. Gotta love it. Absolutely. So I'm Chip Sousa for the Hog Sports Network for Eric Taylor with the Arkansas Democrat Gazette and Richard Davenport with the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Thanks for listening to us. And we'll catch you next week. The proceeding has been a production of the Hog Sports Network. Look for our daily podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. For more Razorbacks coverage, go to wholehogsports.com or follow the Hog Sports Network reporters on social media.